You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back. If you've been listening, then you know exactly who we are and what we're doing and why we're here. I am Jamie Migdahl, and you are listening to episode 10 of Pets Mean Business. So happy that you are here. You know, we have been interviewing the most cool people, the most influential people, the most interesting, the most inspiring people that I I know in the pet industry, and it just continues on with today's guest. And it's just going to be a great, it'll be a great show for us because Today's guest is really going to be um, providing a whole different and a whole new unique perspective on what this $60 billion pet industry has to offer you as a pet professional or you as a wannabe pet professional or you as just a pet lover or you as a business person. So I'm going to put that to the side and just talk a little bit about why this show even exists. You know, I've been getting incredible feedback from people from around the country, maybe even beyond that, about how much this podcast or how much the show has been really helping them in their life or how much it's giving them some connection to the industry that they love so much or that they really desperately want to be a part of. And so this show is created for that exact purpose. So if you're someone who is looking for some answers or for some direction or for some connection with this beautiful pet industry, that is the goal that we have here at Pets Mean Business and Pet Life Radio Network to be able to provide that to you. So welcome to your home for the next 30 minutes with me and my wonderful guest talking about this beautiful $60 billion pet industry. It's in the billions. Why am I the person doing this? I don't know, actually. I'm not sure how they gave me this show, but they did. So we're going to just go with that. So I think probably because I do have a really long history of being in the pet industry. I've been an entrepreneur in the pet industry for 20 years, really proud of the work that I've done and the staff that I've had and the, and the opportunities that have been availed to me, all based on a passion and a serious drive for excellence. And as I have been going through that journey myself, I have also been really just delighted to see all of these people doing incredible things as I was doing them too. In fact, way more incredible than I've been doing them. And so in these 20 years that I've been in the pet industry, there hasn't been one day or one week or one month or one anything that's ever gone by where I have haven't met somebody or read something or uh, have been in the presence of someone who has done something that enhances the life of animals and the people who love them. And that's why this show it came to be because there are these people, these like amazing people doing things that no one really knows about. And they're doing them out of a love for animals, but they're also doing them out of a love or an interest in, in creating something and being a part of something bigger than themselves. So with that, we're going to go ahead and do our introduction of our wonderful guest today, because I think that she embodies a lot of the things that I just spoke of. So our guest today is the really talented and kind and dedicated and professional Carolyn Alonzo. Carolyn, welcome to Pets Mean Business. Thank you, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. It's great to be with you. Now, I said that in the in the top of this, I said that you have a totally different, unique perspective on the pet industry, very different than any of the guests that have come before you. And the reason for that is that you are a franchise owner. That's true. I am. So I am so excited to spend the next half hour talking about what that means and how you made your decisions to um, enter the world of franchisee 
and you know to really help kind of dig through that and to help folks understand what it what is a pet franchise i mean i think that there's some mystique around it some confusion around it some excitement around it so i think that our goal today is my goal today is for you to give you a space to talk about that the ins the outs the goods the bads and how your um, experience has lined up with all of those things so i'm really grateful that you took the time today to talk to us so before we go on further we're going to take a break in a few minutes do me a favor if you wouldn't mind just give us the website and some social media information so for folks who are wanting to be on their computer on their ipad check you out check out your business as we're going through today's interview they can do that so why don't you go ahead and name those things out Sure. So they can find us on fetchpetcare.com on the web. On Facebook, they can find us uh, facebook.com slash fetchchicago. Our Twitter handle, twitter.com slash fetchpetcare, or CHI, so fetchpetcarechi. Instagram, instagram.com slash fetchpetcarechicago. Yeah, there's a bunch of different ways you can find us out there. So, and then also, I think importantly that we also want to be able to give people the information for the corporate headquarters because that's a big part of our conversation. So, that website is www.fetchpetcare.com. Okay, cool. All right, everybody. So, clearly, we are talking to Carolyn, a franchise owner of one of the Fetch Pet Care franchises, and we're going to talk all about how long it's been around, give some history around that, talk about, you know, talk about pets and business and how it relates uh, to the franchise world. So, with that, Carolyn, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Um, you're welcome. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dive deeply into the world of franchising and how it relates to pet care and all of the things about you, dear Carolyn. We shall return. I'm Jamie Migdahl, your host of Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio Network. Active for Pets is a new wellness platform and app that helps pet parents save time and money on their vet bills. Stop paying for unnecessary vet treatments. Consult with a vet online. Get unlimited access to your pet's entire health history from any computer or smartphone with the Active for Pets app. Vaccinations, medications, test results, and more. Active for Pets gives you access to a team of expert vets for non-emergency care. Make an appointment before, during, or after office hours. Skip the waiting room and get a secure online vet consult on your schedule. Taking care of your pets is as easy as it gets with Active for Pets. Ready to try Active for Pets? Listeners get 40% off a one-year membership. To get this great offer, use promo code PETLIFE on the sign-up page of active4pets.com. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 4, P-E-T-S dot com. Or call 888-512-2848. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Pets Mean Business. I'm Jamie Migdahl, your host on Pets Mean Pets Mean Business. I said that already, but I'm so happy about it that I can't help to say it more than once on the Pet Life Radio Network. I just want to make sure that you guys know that you can always reach me. My email is jamie at petliferadio.com. You can also visit my personal website at jamiemigdahl.com. Send me a note, pictures of your dogs or cats or business questions, or if you want to meet somebody that I might know, LinkedIn, what have you, just reach out and I'm here to help for sure. I love, I love this industry and um, love all of the people in it and 
would love to be a connector for you if you need anything. So to that end, I, I would like to once again welcome and introduce my lovely, uh, my lovely guest today, Carolyn Alonzo with Fetch Pet Care Chicago. Carolyn, I think the first thing we should probably get out of the way and make sure people understand what, tell us about the corporate, tell us about the business of Fetch Pet Care and how, and how you learned about them in the first place. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, you know, my husband and I, we were not happy in the in the jobs we were at. We were both working corporate office jobs, general office managers, things like that. Um, and I definitely sensed for me there was a change that needed to be made. So one Saturday morning after another unhappy work week, um, I started looking around online to see what, you know, what was out there. And right off the bat, I came upon MSN.com and there was an interview with Paul Mann, the, the Fetch CEO. And um, I, I read about that was the first time I'd ever heard about Fetch. So I read the interview. I went on their website, started reading all about the franchising process. And that was in July. And we were open in November. Which, so July, which, which year was that? 2007. 2007. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, fast. Yeah. We, yeah. We moved pretty quick. Um, it was probably the best decision we've ever made. You know, we had never owned a business before, you know, much less a franchise. And it was, there was just a lot of training and a lot of things to know, you know, billing and payroll and taxes and, and all that good stuff. But I mean, we came with the knowledge of, of pet care and loving pets and, and knowing what, you know, we would expect from pet sitters. So that's what we came with. But yeah, no, it's it's been a great experience. So, what was your job before that? When you said, I know you said you were in a in an office environment, but what industry was it? Sure. So, I worked for ten years at the University of Illinois at Chicago doing payroll, um, oh, and then I okay. worked yeah, and then I worked for three years at a as an office manager for a family owned trucking company. So you had a really, I mean, you really actually had a lot of <laughs> operational background. Do you think that that helps you? And did it? I mean, obviously, you're in this yeah. now seven years, so you're it's hard to say where where you're old life has helped your new life and where the training from and the support from the franchise from the corporation has helped you. But how successful do you think you would have been early on, at least, had you not had that corporate background? Yeah, no, that was hugely important. I mean, when, when we were talking to such corporate about opening um, our location at Chicago, you know, they wanted to know about, you know, our background. What did we do before this? You know, did we have the customer service experience? Did we have, you know, general office billing that, you know, different things like where did we come from? And so that, you know, having, again, having that customer service experience, knowing, you know, that I've, I've ran payroll for multiple campuses, doing billing for huge companies. I mean, that all of that, led me to this point to where so do I am they, today. Do they interview, I mean, that's that's a, that's a really lovely trajectory. Do you feel like when you were going through that process, so after you heard Paul Mann's interview and you started doing your investigation, what was the selection process like from their end? So, you know, here you are, hey, you know, giving them an email or a call, and then all of a sudden this whole thing starts happening. What kind of questions and what's their screening process like, or how did you experience that rather? Yeah, it was um, a detailed application. There were some phone calls. Um, there was some going back and forth. But they were really excited to open a location here in Chicago. So, And we were excited to open it for them. So that's kind of why everything moved so quickly. But, you know, they it was definitely, they did their background checks on us. They, you know, we had to provide references. I actually kind of forgot about that. We had to provide references. They called, you know, family and friends and, and things wow. like that. So. Yeah, it was it was a pretty detailed process on their end for sure. So, did you look at other franchise opportunities, whether in pet care or outside of pet care? Or once you found this, once you found Fetch, did you know that that was the place for you? 
Yeah, this was definitely what we wanted to do. We didn't look at other franchises. It really just spoke to us. I mean, the fact that Fetch Pet Care is a kennel alternative, you know, that was just a no-brainer for us. We've had, my husband and I have had pets since we've been together. And, you know, we wouldn't go out of town. Either we didn't go out of town, we wouldn't go away, or we took them with us. You know, and that was not, neither one of those options were ideal. So the fact that, you know, we, we were looking for a quality pet sitter, a quality service, you know, that it just spoke to us. It was just a you know, no-brainer. So what did you do with your pets before you found Fetch and before you became an owner? What did you do with your pets for vacations? Yeah, so yeah, like, did, you we, ever, did you ever hire a pet sitter? Did you ever have anyone come in? No, we know we never hired a pet sitter, and oh and no, I know, and you know, back then, I mean, well, I mean, it's not that long ago, but I mean, we really they weren't going to stay in a kennel. That was just not an option for us, and you know, we just did not trust anybody. We just didn't feel like the level of you know, there was like quality pet sitters out there and family members, forget it. They didn't know what was going on. So I mean, it was just not. Carolyn, you're so cool. This is so interesting to me. And I feel like this is really like where the rubber meets the road for this, this particular conversation. So here you are saying, and like, it's, I just cannot wait to dig deeper with you on this. Here you are saying that prior to your knowledge and your, your engagement with Fetch Pet Care, you didn't hire pet sitters yourself because you had a trust issue. So what (laughs) happens now that you're this person trying to sell yourself to other Carolyn's, right, who have yeah. never had a pet sitter or uh, someone in their home. Do you think that that helps you? Or do you think, like, I, I would imagine that because you were that person that you must have a whole unique vantage. Because I think a lot of people get into the pet care business because they've been a customer of that particular solution themselves, where you have exactly the opposite experience. So talk a little bit about, you know, here you are trying to eat your own dog food that you never really ate before. So how does that, how did that translate for you? It's true. It's true. Yeah. You know, we get a lot of clients coming, you know, calling us and and reaching out to us that have never, you know, used a pet care service before, but they're coming to us because, you know, they know what kind of people we bring on and what kind of sitters we bring on and what we look for. But yeah, I mean, they're coming to me with the same concerns that I had. And I feel though that that does it does put me in a position. I know what they're talking about. I know where they're coming from. I can speak to that. I can help put their mind at ease. I can help give them that peace of mind. They're not going to be, you know, 100% on board all the time. There's definitely, definitely have to do some talking and some and reassuring, you know, obviously. But, I, you know, I've been there. I know what their fears are. I know, you know, what their concerns are. But at the same time, when we bring sitters on, I know what kind of sitters I need to be sending out there and I need to make sure that they have that empathy gene, you know, going out there. Well, also... I mean, I think part of what you're saying, at least part of what I'm hearing is that given the fact that you were the person before who would have never hired yourself, (laughs) I think that actually, I mean, from my perspective, at least, that actually helps you to probably select some of the best sitters in the area because you're looking at it from your own paranoid lens, right? That you, (laughs) and I'm not calling you paranoid, but I think you were going I mean, you know, this is actually, listen, if I'm selecting a pet sitter, I want to know that the pet sitter that I'm selecting knows exactly how I feel about taking the chance on bringing a stranger into the home. So I actually, I think it's a really unique vantage that you have. And it's not a, I mean, you took something that could have easily been, actually, what, how, you know what's really cool here? So this is really interesting because here's what I'm, 
this is kind of how I'm seeing this. So you, you had a lifestyle where with your husband and your family that prevented you from having experiences, right? There were some travel issues. There was a family thing where you couldn't really, you know, listen, it was an issue. Maybe it was only an issue once or twice a year, but it definitely, it was definitely prohibitive in your life. And somehow, I mean, think about this, right? What's the psychology here? Somehow in your life, you have now ended up making a career out of that thing. Uh, What is that? That is the coolest thing. What do you think that's about? Have you ever like done any reflection on that? No, but I will now. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So let, me, let, me know you, let me know what you find out. If it causes you to have to go into therapy, you can call me and yell at me and say, why did you, why did you do that to me, Janie? All right, listen, on that note, I'm going to let you go think about that for a few minutes while we take a break. Okay, guys, we'll be back with Carolyn Alonzo from Fetch Me Care Chicago, well, who is obviously contemplating her life right now. Right after this break, we'll be right back. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady. I travel from coast to coast to pet trade shows and consumer events to scout out what the hottest, hippest, and most unique pet products are on the planet, bringing you tips and tricks from top veterinarians, groomers, trainers on how to safely travel and live happily with your pets. The Pet Lady will be in a city near you, showing off the latest and greatest tech pet gadgets, cozy comforts, and fab gift ideas for man's and woman's best friend. You can learn more at thepetlady.net or connect socially and tweet with me at Pet Lady World. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Hi everyone, we're back. Now Carolyn, are you, um, how are you feeling? Carolyn, are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm feeling good. Thank you. <laughs> Good. So if you guys were listening before the break, I made Carolyn have to go call her therapist. So uh, you can go back and listen to that if, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, Jamie Migdal, I'm your host. We're back from break. We're sitting here talking to the lovely Carolyn Alonzo from Fetch Pet Care Chicago. We've been talking about how she found her way into owning a franchise and what the trajectory and the kind of the path for her has been. And I think, you know, Carolyn, I think that, again, part of our goal here with our show is, you know, help people with information give them some suggestions, give them some insight on into the pet industry as a whole. So I think what I'd like to talk about right now is what kind of things do you, would you say that you think are most helpful if people were looking to figure out what, should I start my own business? Should I look into franchising? Should I go work for somebody? What's your suggestion on that? And what are actually, forget your suggestion. What are the pros and cons from your experience of those three options? So let's, let's break them down. Buying into a franchise model, starting a business from, we'll call it from scratch, We'll just use that term, even though I don't think that's really, I don't think that's fair to make that. I think that starting a franchise is also starting from scratch. But, you know, 
creating a brand, we'll say that way, or going and working for somebody in the industry. Tell me like how you would, how you look at that. Sure. So when you buy into a franchise, you're kind of buying into a model, a structured model with support. For Fetch in particular, there's a model and again, there's like a whole process, but we're able to be, they let us fly on our own and kind of do our own thing for the most part, set our own rates, kind of add new services, things like that. I don't know how other you know, other franchisees how or other franchises, how flexible they are in that respect. But buying a franchise, you do have that structure already. You know, they kind of guide you with credit card information, you know, like if you're selecting credit card business, payroll, things like that. It's kind of already set up for you. We have a quick question to that. Do they also give you all of the technology support? So do they off you with a website and with um, social media, you know, handles and all of that sort of thing? Is it, is it that deeply set up? Yeah, it's pretty deep. I mean, the social media stuff we handle on our own for the most part. But yeah, I mean, like setting up like the credit card, having the credit card company that's set up because you get a group rate, payroll company, you're free to go on your own in some ways. But why would you? Because again, you're, you, you kind of get a group rate for some of these things. Um, and you've got the support. So a lot of the stuff is already done for you, okay. which makes things so much easier. So it's baked into the agreement, basically. So actually, that's a really good point. So you, as a franchise, and do, is it a, do you call yourself a franchise owner or a franchisee? How do you refer to yourself? I want to use the right language. Franchise owner. Okay. So I think one of the things that I'm hearing you talk about then is that in selecting, going with a franchise model for being a business owner, it sounds like the corporate structure is really helpful to you, that it provides you things like discounts to business resources, a community. Will you expand on that so people understand what really is it to be a franchise owner and why do people make that choice? Sure, absolutely. So having the support of a, a corporate is, is huge. You know, you've already got you know, the process in place, policies in place, the company that you're going to use for scheduling, the company that you're going to use for you know, running credit cards, your uh, payroll, things like that. Some of those things are already set up for you. The group discounts are you know, already in place. So there's something to be said for, you know, buying a franchise and in having that support of corporate and kind of having that, that backing. It's huge. It's very important. Okay. And so now that we've established that as being really, you know, very compelling and very beneficial, let's talk now about the other option, which is just to grow a brand from scratch without that framework, without that support. What's your opinion on that? Even though that's not the route that you went in, when you think about where you are and the choices that you made and how you made them and why you made them, what is your vantage point, that option? Yeah. So, you know, I know some people that have opened a pet sitting service, especially after the the economy flatlined a few years back and they opened up a pet sitting service, a dog walking service, and they try to do everything themselves. So they're, you know, walking the dogs, doing the scheduling themselves, trying to market, and they're answering phones. And actually, they're not answering the phone because they're already, they're doing the pet sitting themselves and they're missing out on those phone calls and those new right. clients. So, right. and the main reason people do that is so that, you know, they want to keep all the, the revenue for themselves. And I get that, but you're only going to grow so much by doing it that way. So learn to delegate. You know, I would say you, you can't do everything yourself. You have to learn what your strengths and your weaknesses are. And you just kind of have to learn, you know, if you're going to do the pet sitting, do the pet sitting and have somebody else do the billing. The sales. The, exactly, exactly. So, and I guess the same could be said for, you know, when you open up your franchise, but starting from scratch is so much more difficult because you don't, <laughs> 
you, you, you don't know where to go. You necessarily don't know where to go or if you're going to get the right price for your business payroll service. or for your... Exactly. All the services you need. There's so many that you need as a business owner. So do you think that over the last couple of years, and this actually speaks to, I think, part of what you're doing as a professional here in Chicago. So just as a quick caveat, everybody, or as a, not a caveat, but as a um, disclaimer, that's the word. Obviously, I'm in Chicago. Carolyn's in Chicago. And so I know Carolyn professionally and personally, and she has an incredible reputation here. But part of what you've done, and I think this speaks exactly to that, is that you have a company or you have a side, what would you call it? You have a group? Will you talk a little bit about the Chicago Area Pet Business Network? Sure, the networking group, absolutely. So the the Chicago Area Pet Business Network is a group of people in the pet industry. So pet sitters, dog walkers, groomers, trainers, anybody in the pet industry. And the the meetings give people an opportunity to to meet and to bounce ideas off of each other, to develop reciprocal business relationships. It also gives people uh, in the pet industry or outside of the pet industry an opportunity to kind of get into the pet industry. So maybe if you do, you know, business cards or brochures or something like that, you want to maybe kind of get into mm. the pet industry, kind of market your services to, to people who, who are in the pet industry, that's, you, know, you might want to look at our group. There's you know, Lots of opportunity, opportunity there. Yeah. There seems like there's this really interesting intersection. And again, this is a chance for you to have some self-reflection. So you, this is, you are, you're like a, uh, you're like a uh, riddle wrapped up in an enigma. So you <laughs> went to the franchise model because you wanted that support. You wanted that framework. It really spoke to you. It worked for you. It's obviously working very well for you. You're doing such wonderful things here in Chicago. And I'm sure that corporate's really happy with your performance. But then somehow, and the reason you did that is because you didn't want to have to start from scratch. But then you created a network, a networking group for people that needed that support that you didn't have and which drove you into the franchise direction. So again, you are very interesting. You somehow keep returning to this way of being where it's the stuff that you found troubling or troublesome or as a roadblock or a challenge in your life. And you've actually created businesses and organizations around those things. That's so interesting, Carolyn. Again, you can bill me for your therapist visit, I promise. (laughs) I just, I can't help but to point that out and how just a totally compelling of a story that is and just, just really how that speaks to what a cool person you are, that you, you really buy into this and like you really just believe in this industry and you see that there are people who want to be in it and that they do struggle and you're creating a space and a place for them to have some of the benefits that you already have through Fetch Pet Care Corporate. So I just think that that's, that just says a lot about you as a person and as a professional. Do people People are, the model of Chicago Pet Business Network, did you design that yourself or did you take that from some other city? Are you in conversations with anybody um, in other cities who want to do the same thing? This was uh, last year it started. I did not start it. Tracy Gold started it. And so That's, That's I right. Kind of That's took, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So the, she, there was four last year. And there's one. There's been one in March that I organized, and I'm in the process of scheduling the next one. I didn't realize, truth be told, how difficult it would actually be. But it's been a really great experience. I'm loving it. It's fun. You know, it's really important. Even though I'm part of a, a franchise, I just want to say that you know we've developed partnerships you know, on our own, my husband and I with different rescues and, and different, you know, vets and groomers and things like that. So, I mean, building partnerships 
is extremely important in this business. You know, if, if, you know, you can't cover a walk or a service or something, you can refer them to somebody else. And it's all about networking. We can't take every dog walk in the city. You know, nobody can. So it's really important to just kind of meet the people out there and pick their brains and, you know, find out how they're doing things. So within, even within the franchise network and being a franchisee, you're still, the flexibility is there for you to just kind of design your own path, create your own identity, create, you know, find things that are special. That's really good to know. I don't think even I realize that. And I know, you know, I, my first business, I know that you probably know this is Out You Go, the dog walking business, right. which is right. now a national franchise. So like, I have some lens or some understanding of a franchise and how they work. But I think it is, I think it's really cool that for Fetch in particular, that they do support that kind of unique identity that each of their franchisees takes on in their community. And that's what I'm hearing you say. Am I, am I right about that? It's kind of my assumption. Am I right? Is that right? Yeah, that no, you're right? absolutely right. Yeah, no. No, you're absolutely right, 100%. I mean, we have a lot of flexibility. They kind of let us fly for the most part, and we can develop, you know, relationships and do different events and discounts and, and things like that. So we really do a lot of freedom. So do you guys have, like, a secret fetch handshake to when you guys go to, like, your secret fetch corporate <laughs> meetings and stuff? Do you do, don't you? you don't of course. Do okay. oh, of course you do. So do you guys have, like, these big rallies every year? Is, like, they're one big place where all of the fetch folks come together and just, like, you know, eat, drink, and sing and dance all about fetch? pet care or is that just again is that is that a cult is it or is it made up in my mind does that actually exist come no. on you can tell us it does not it's true it doesn't they're, they're, they just started doing summits that summits there was one in 2013 in dc and then there was one oh just this earlier this year in denver i did we did not make the one in denver but my husband went to the one in dc and yeah they pass out awards and they talk about different things yeah it's, it's really it's, cool. and, you know it's good to meet people for sure yeah that's really cool i'm so glad to hear that they do that i think that's really important as, as we as we pet professionals you and me and everyone else that we that we hang with um, as we try driving our industry forward and really raising the bar on professionalism and on customer and consumer expectations. I think that's great that Fetch is doing that for you guys. All right, so we didn't have a lot of time to talk about, um, and we, we are running out of time, unfortunately, but we didn't have a lot of time to talk about the concept or the idea of people making the choice to go work for somebody in the pet industry. Give me your like 35-second thought on the benefit or the con of doing that. Sure. So there's a huge benefit of working for people in the, for somebody in the pet industry as opposed to, you know, just doing it on the side. You don't have to worry about being bonded and insured. The company that you're working for is taking care of that. You don't have to worry about advertising, marketing, scheduling, all that's done for you, at least, you know, fetch-wise. So that's a huge plus. For our sitters, their main focus is to just take excellent care of the pets that they're in charge of. We handle everything else. And, you know, that's a, that's a huge plus for them. I think that's why we have the excellent sitters that we that we do have because we we take care of the behind the scenes things. They get out there, they do the walks, they do the visits. We're in the office doing the scheduling, the billing, the payroll, the you know dealing with the all the crap. Yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> making the sausage basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. Don't I know that. I know what that sausage looked like, and it is really it's it is something. All right, we're gonna take yeah, another quick definitely. break. We're gonna. <laughs> I know it is. We're gonna take another quick break, and then we'll come back and say our formal goodbyes. But until then, folks. We'll be right back with Jamie McDowell, your host on Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio Network. We'll be back in two minutes.
It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Hey everybody, this is Tim Link, the host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Got some exciting news for you here today. My audiobook is now available. Wagging Tails, Every Animal Has a Tail is now available in audiobook form through audible.com, amazon.com, and iTunes. It's a collection of 32 conversations I've had with the animals. It's a fun, interesting, heartfelt book that's suitable for all age groups. So everybody pick up a copy of the audiobook, Wagging Tails, Every Animal Has a Tail. You'll be glad you did. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, everybody, this is the sad part of the day. This is when we have to start saying our goodbyes. And um, so, Carolyn... It's been so nice having you on. I really enjoyed our time together. I think you're, you've got incredible insight. Uh, your experiences lend themselves well to being a good mentor to people who are looking for some information about getting into the pet industry. To that end, are you comfortable? I always ask my guests and put them on the spot. Are you comfortable with people reaching out to you if they have questions about whether it be um, your experience or the franchise model in general or Fetch Pet Care? Are you comfortable giving out your email? Yeah, absolutely. That's fine. I have corporate sending me potential new franchises all the time, and they're bouncing ideas and questions off of me. So, yeah, I, I love that. That's great. Sure. Go ahead, go ahead and give out your email, since you love it. Sure. sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Chicago Loop at FetchPetCare.com. So, C-H-I-C-A-G-O-L-O-O-P at FetchPetCare.com. Chicago Loop at FetchPetCare.com. And then just to reiterate, if you haven't already looked, it's FetchPetCare.com backslash greater hyphen Chicago to go check out Carolyn's Cool. And by the way, the website's really, the, first of all, the corporate website's really cool. I think it's really very well done. It's, it's quite beautiful. Yeah. And then your um, your location website, your your franchise website's also really beautiful. And there's a picture of you and who is that dog that you're with on the, on the homepage? That's Lily. That's the newest addition. Louie or Lily? Lily, L-I-L-Y, Lily. Hi, hi, Lily. You look very naughty. You look like a very (laughs) naughty eagle. You don't don't have to confirm that, but I know that she's a little naughty looking. So I think, oh, you know what I wanted to also mention? Sorry, this is a a shameless plug that I always try to fit in, but this is actually really appropriate and it's hardly even shameless, that I know part of what you need to do is find great staff, and that's a big part of every pet professional um, business owner's whole big, it's probably one of the most overwhelming, time-consuming, expensive parts of owning a business is dealing with the the human capital part of it. Is that true? Yes, yeah. I know it is, oh, of course. Yeah, it's always constant. Yeah, it's the elephant yeah. in the room on, on a constant basis. Okay, so here we are. I'm going to go do my shameless plug. As maybe you know or maybe you don't, but I'm also the CEO and founder of a company called FetchFind. That's FetchFind.com. And Carolyn is a client. That's also, I forgot to give that disclaimer too, but I'm not <laughs> interviewing you because of that. I'm interviewing you for, because I'd be doing it anyway. You just happen to be a client. So Carolyn uses FetchFind to source, source uh, candidates. We just came out of beta. I always tell people that I'm super transparent. 
insurance. And so we're just getting rolling and things are happening. And Carolyn's been a great client of ours and really just been a just really kind and patient and helpful and giving us great feedback. And so Carolyn, just publicly, I'd like to say thank you. No, thank you for having us be a part of it. And it's been a good experience so far. And no, I think it's wonderful what you're doing. So we're, we're happy to be a part of it. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much for saying that. I love that you are. And so though, there you go. If you are listening to this, when well, you are, if you are, because you're listening to this and you're looking to maybe find a job in the pet industry or you're looking for staff yourself, please come visit us at fetchfine.com. We are happy to help you answer questions, whatever you need. That's it. Fetchfine's here. The shameless plug. But I have to because it's so relevant around this conversation. Conversation. So, on that note, I've shameless plugged. I have, uh, I've given your info out. I feel like people have a way to reach you and check you out as a business and as an individual. And uh, again, I just really appreciate the time that you spent with me here today. It's been just lovely. And I think that a lot of people are going to learn, learn a lot about a franchise, the mystique of franchising and how it really is just a very cool decision and a very cool path to take in the pet industry. So Carolyn, thank you very much. Thank you, Jamie. You're welcome. All right, guys, this is uh, the end end of the episode of Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio Network. Thank you so much for your joining us today. It's always an honor to be a part of your life in some small or big way. We look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks so much, guys. Have a good one. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.